Well, hello, it's good to see you again. I'm Andrew Marquez, and this is the Baptist on the Bible podcast. This is your 7 at 7 devotion, a seven-minute encouragement from Scripture offered every Monday and Friday at 7 a.m. or 7.17 for those on YouTube because YouTube won't let me do it at 7. <laughs> Today we're going to continue our series entitled The Manner of the Mature from 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And this is kind of exciting. This is our 24th episode of the 7 at 7 devotion. And so uh, it's exciting. We're sustaining this. I hope that you are finding value in this. And if you do, consider uh, you know, sharing this or maybe uh, subscribing. It kind of helps me get the word out. Today we're going to continue this. Uh, this is the final uh, part of the series, The Manner of the Mature. What we know is that we speak a wisdom as mature Christians that's not always understood. Uh, it's the mystery of the cross. It's the, the foolishness to the world, but the wisdom of God. And that this wisdom is revealed by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit of God comes and indwells us. And as He does that, we become aware of what's going on. And we understand some things that the world doesn't always understand. And we do some things that are different from the way the world would understand or want us to do things sometimes. Today we're going to focus in on the final point of the chapter, which is the wisdom we speak is revealed by the Spirit, but it's only understood by the spiritual. The Wisdom we speak is only understood by the spiritual. And as Christians, sometimes we get frustrated because we want to see uh, people come to the gospel to, to know Christ, to really um, understand what we're talking about, and they just don't get it. And the reason they don't get it, according to Paul, is that they have not been enlightened by the Spirit. And so let's go ahead and read. This is uh, chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians, verses 14 through 16. It says, The person without the Spirit does not receive what comes from God's Spirit, because it is foolishness to him. He is not able to understand it since it is evaluated spiritually. The spiritual person, however, can evaluate everything, and yet he himself cannot be evaluated by anyone. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. All right, so Paul's just laying this out. We, we follow a faith uh, we, we do it in a manner that is different than the world. It's not understood uh, by those that don't have the Spirit. Uh, the natural person, in fact, according to the, the Apostle, he cannot comprehend the things of the Spirit. And so nobody grasps these deep spiritual truths without God's help, without God first enlightening him, bringing his mind to a place that he can receive these things, and exercises the Spirit uh, within him uh, through the Holy Spirit, and, and that comes together and it results in an understanding. Because the natural man cannot understand these things, uh, we need to be careful as Christians not to expect more out of someone who's lost than is possible. What we need to do is pray for a supernatural act to occur. Uh, the natural man will see the spiritual things in our lives sometimes as foolishness. Uh, in fact, that verse said in verse 14, they are foolishness to him. And not only is it foolishness to him, it is foreign to him. Uh, recognize that the Bible often tells us that we live in, uh, the world that we're living in today is, is not our home, that we dwell in a spiritual realm, we, we dwell in heaven. And because of that, we act as foreigners. We act as uh, diaspora uh, residents, people that are, are temporarily here but not really dwelling in our home. Well, we have to recognize that when we're talking about our heavenly home, those that are in the world that are not spiritual uh, don't understand. It's like a foreign language. I remember trying to learn Hebrew in seminary and, and trying to get through, and it was just such a different thing because the, the characters were different. Uh, you read right to left, right? Uh, that whole idea was just so foreign to me that it took a lot of time, and without a good teacher, 
I couldn't get there. What, the, uh, what Paul's telling us here is that you need the Holy Spirit to be the teacher, to bring someone into a spiritual understanding of God's truth. Uh, by the way, I'm sporting my uh, uh, seminary jacket here. Uh, <laughs> it's a little cold in my office today, so I thought I'd wear my Gateway Seminary. So there's a plug for Gateway. Uh, but the foolishness and the foreign nature of the spiritual things confuse and confound the lost person. And so we've got to be patient with them, and we've got to be uh, praying for them. We need spiritual breakthrough. Now, Paul goes on. It's only understood by the spiritual person, and the spiritual person then has a leg up on the lost person. If you do not walk in the Spirit, you're not living much better than the lost person. But if you have the Spirit in your life, you're not only able to discern the natural realm, because we naturally have access to the natural realm and understand these things, we also have access to the spiritual realm. So we are both spiritual and natural creatures in Christ, and it gives us a better understanding of what's going on. Um, The spiritual man is also scrutinized by no one. Uh, Going back to that verse there, the spiritual person, however, can evaluate all things, but he can be evaluated by no one. No one can judge you or I because they don't have the jurisdiction. There's no territory sphere of activity over which legal authority can access the Christian because we are in God's kingdom. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not going to be judged and punished and uh, persecuted in this world. It's uh, definitely part of the deal, in fact, according to the Bible. But what it means is that that is not a permanent judgment. There's no jurisdiction. Uh, We are scrutinized only by God because we share access to his mind. And we have that little snippet uh, that uh, who has known the mind of God to instruct him? No one. But Paul ends with this very crucial statement, but we have the mind of Christ. You know, what is the mind of Christ? I've got to go to Philippians here. Let me just pull it up. It's that great hymn at the uh, second chapter of Philippians. Have the attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus. Have his mind in you, who existed in the form of God, but did not consider equality with God something to be exploited or grasped. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the likeness of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And he, when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by being obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And of course, Christ has been exalted. We understand God in a way that no one else can because the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, dwells in us. So my encouragement to you is... Be lifted up. Walk in the Spirit. Recognize that you are seeing both a physical world and you have access to a spiritual world, and you can understand things that the natural man can't. And then I would ask you, be patient for those that don't know Christ. They can't understand these things. But continue to witness and pray. And with the Spirit's power, hopefully we'll see breakthrough and people will come to know who Jesus is. I hope you're blessed. Have a great and wonderful day. Take care.